Happy Monday, friends. This week's episode brings us Melissa Schmidt. She is one of my fellow teammates from Horsepower who trained and also competed in strongman competitions with me. And she shares her journey from doing physique competitions all the way through strongman and now being a certified CrossFit trainer. And she also just dives a little bit deeper into her relationship with food and where she kind of found herself and how she got back onto that healthier lifestyle of eating right, fueling your body with what is necessary to be strong, be mentally fit, and just overall love yourself. Listen and enjoy. Love it. Yeah, how are you? Oh, it's so good to see your face. I, <laughs> I love the hair. It looks so thank cute. You. Oh, thank you. It's because I haven't washed it. So <laughs> um, same. I like put some dry shampoo in it and I was yep. like, oh, that's no, why it's like, and it's like on instead. Yeah, too. That's what this is for. <laughs> love it. Love I like, it. If I do a little braids or something, I'll make a little bit decent, you know, like yes. good. You look yeah. so cute. Oh, thank you. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm good. I like just got back from Charleston and then yeah. um, I started feeling like crap on Wednesday. And okay. now I'm like, I was down for the count. So oh, no. but not like super sick. It was just like congestion and crap. Yeah. So it's like, I feel okay, but like, I right. can't, I don't want to go out and do anything, you know? Yeah. It's like that in between where you're like, you don't want to, like, if you push yourself, then it's going to be worse. And yep. then if you don't take okay. care of yourself, yeah, I get that. Oh, that sucks. How was Charleston? So good. Well, it actually rained two days when we were there. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we went there for a CrossFit competition. So we did yeah. that the first. Yeah. And then we had, like, a boat tour booked, and that got canceled because of the rain. So in reality, we ate and like bopped around a little bit, did the cross yeah. competition, went out for the Super Bowl and then came home. And okay. I managed to be so hungover on our flight home that I vomited at the airport. At the airport. I fucking miss you, Schmitty. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was literally miserable. I was thinking to myself, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't like that. We're going to have to ground this plane. I'm so like, it, if it makes you feel better, I've actually had an experience like that. Um, I was flying. So my brother got married in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I was flying back from the Philippines. Okay. So I was hungover on top of I, what I thought was my hangover, but also food poisoning. No. Oh yeah. And so I almost longest flight ever too. Oh, I know. And so I was, I was connecting from Japan. So I was in Japan and like, I almost missed my flight back to the U S because I was like feeling like absolute shit and like some cute little Asian, they like tapped me on their shoulder and she, she like couldn't speak English. And she was like pointing to like my gate. And I was like, what like and then she's like pointing more I'm like oh shit <laughs> you have to go now yeah oh yeah it was awful it was oh yeah so I get it that's like the worst feeling though mm-hmm. and you and always luckily, think that you just like pass out but you can't like it just doesn't I was yeah. like trying to watch tv but like any yeah. like my head down watching <laughs> stuff made me so nauseated that I literally yeah. just sat upright and like with my eyes closed and I was like I just 
need to make it through this. I got the mouth sweats at one point and started oh, sweating. No. I like take my sweatshirt off and turn the thing. So I, I saw a Were meme you- the other day that was like, I was super hungover in a in an Uber this morning. Yeah. But I told and so I made him pull over and I puked. But I told him that I ha- it was morning sickness from being pregnant. Yes. That's genius. I'm using I'm that use as I'm hungover. So terrible, but also genius. That yeah, no, I mean it really is genius. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. But it, it's like no matter how many hours of a flight it is, it's just fucking miserable. Like, yeah. yeah. Were you sitting next to anyone that you knew at least? Yeah. My like friend Brie was friend. right next to me and she oh, was, see, okay. I, she wasn't that hungover. I yeah. mean, she was not as bad as me, but yeah, she, but it's nice to have me. someone that, you know, cause like my flight, I was by myself. I was flying by myself. So, so like only one in your so own misery. Yeah, just fucking dying of food poisoning, hangover, and some fucking weirdo Asian over my shoulder trying to help me with my Sudoku. I was like, bro, I just I can't. Oh, no. Yeah. I walked on the flight and the flight attendants were like, oh, how's it going? How are you? I said, terrible, I'm hungover. And they died. My friend was like, you are just too blunt. I was like, I know, but they asked how I was, and like, I'm not gonna lie and say good. Yeah, you're not gonna be like, I'm not great. <laughs> yeah. So it's oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited uh, to talk welcome. to you. I, I know, appreciate it. For, I know. Thanks for asking me. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh yeah. I um. I just. It's been fun to just be like reconnecting with everyone. Um. I've already like talked to Ken and Allie and. I listened to Ken's, uh, on my yeah. walk back this morning. I was like, I yeah. should listen oh. to this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad you did. I appreciate it. I just, I really just want, um, just to build that community with people and know that there's real people out there that are struggling, um, or just going through a different journey themselves, but just to kind of dive in, I know previously to when we met at doing and like doing strongman training and all that stuff you had done, was it physique competitions or yeah, I did. Yeah, I did bodybuilding competition. Okay. I did in the figure division. So it's like bikini figure. Um, and then there's uh now there's a bunch of different other ones, but yeah, there's I even forget them now because I like haven't done it. Yeah, there's so years. many. There's I mean there's yeah, so many the, different ones the now. The higher you go, the more muscle and definition you have to have. Right, right. So yeah. Bikini is like still very defined and muscular, yeah. but like oh for sure. The lesser out of them. So I did figure, so I did the yeah. second one. Okay. Got it. And I know you did that. Um, but before that, I know you had also played, um, sports in high school and stuff. Did you play in college as well? No, I didn't play in college. I got a couple like D3 offers. Um, but I wanted to go to UMD and I was like, eh, I'm going to okay. focus on, focus on college, you know, get yeah. a really good education yeah. instead of yeah. focusing on volleyball. So yeah, we all like to, we all wanted to focus on college. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so I still played like intramurals and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I had played volleyball in like my, my entire life. So, um, okay. yeah. So what kind of transition do you, I mean, obviously being an athlete all your life, what kind of what made you kind of go from the figure to the, you know, strong man and then now to CrossFit? Because you've kind of yeah. had a different, all yeah. different sorts of things in your journey. Girl, <laughs> I've been through it all. I was literally yeah. thinking about that on my walk. I was like, I've been through so many yeah. fitness, like tears. Right. Um, but you kind of have to, in a sense, to get to where you, you know, to yeah. find something that works for you. 
Yeah, it's all part of the story. And I mean, I learned different things from all three of those experiences. Right? Yeah, so kind of going a little yeah. bit on that, what what's kind of yeah. your story, your background? Um, so for the I, listeners, I obviously know most of yeah, it, you but know, <laughs> yeah. most, you might, you might find out some new stuff. I know. Actually, I have been finding out new things about people. So it's, yeah. it's been fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I graduated college, got my first big girl job, moved out to South Dakota by myself as like a 21 year old. Um, and I was traveling a lot. <clears throat> um, so I was traveling a lot. I was like eating out a lot and I just was in like a really unhappy spot there. I didn't have any friends. I like thought that's what big girl life is about, mm -hmm. you know, your career and your job, whatever. Right. Um, so I lasted about six months out there and then I found a new job to move back to Minneapolis. Okay. Um, and once I moved back to Minneapolis, I was kind of like, okay, like you've been an athlete your whole life. You're going to get your stuff together. Yeah. You're going to, you know, um, start working out more, have a good routine. Mm -hmm. um, so I got a membership to LA Fitness. Uh, shout out to LA Fitness, the global gym, you know, um, got to love it. So yeah. I was there and I didn't know anything. Like I was just one of those girls, mm -hmm. like jump on the cardio machines, do that. Right. Like That's the only thing that you're like comfortable with right away. Yeah. You're going to like pr prance around the weights because you don't know what you're doing. You don't want to look stupid right. in front of anybody. Um, so, and one of the, the person in charge of like the personal training there had been like mm -hmm. on my back, like you need a personal trainer. You got to get comfortable. You need to start lifting weights. Like this is where it all starts, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he'd like always given me a hard time. Um, so finally I made a bet with him and I said, if I don't lose X amount of weight by this date, cause I'd like a trip mm -hmm. plan. I yeah. will get a personal trainer. Cause at LA fitness, they make you sign like a six or a year long. Yeah. It's kind of like that at lifetime from what I remember. Yeah. yeah. So I was yep. like, okay. Cause it's a commitment then. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, if I don't do it, I'll, I'll, I'll get a personal trainer. And he was like, yeah. okay, well, long story short, I didn't do it. <laughs> so I okay. signed up for a personal <laughs> trainer. And once you like start to feel comfortable, you start learning what to do by yeah. that personal trainer guiding you, you get comfortable. So then mm -hmm. I started like doing my own thing like starting with my own routine um, and then you get those like newbie gains, right? So like yep. you start seeing some arm definition yep. and the you're deltoids. like, yeah. I look good. Like it sparks that fire, right? Right. Um, and so, and then what coincides with that is like your nutrition too. So you mm -hmm. want to start eating better. I'm starting to see these muscles. Now I want to start feeding them. So then right. you start eating better. Um, and then I just had some people in at LA Fitness start approaching me being like, wow, you're like really defined. You do bodybuilding. Blah, blah. And yeah. I was like, no, like, what is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I was like Googling. Yeah. Um, I had this like new fire passion lit for like fitness. Yeah. Um, and I started, and I was like, I could do that. It looks like a beauty pageant for muscles. Like that sounds yeah. super fun. Like, I love that. Yeah. Um, so I looked into it and I went like full bore, got a coach. I went into a bulking phase to like get mm -hmm. bigger muscles right. for like 10 weeks. And then I started cutting. Um, and so I did that and then I did two shows and then after that, um, I kind of had the like reverse where you start eating normal again, you gain a bunch of weight, you lose all your self-confidence, yeah. you think you're fat all the time. Mm -hmm. So I started having like these body image issues. I started having a really unhealthy relationship from, with food and you don't realize yeah. it. You're so like spun and yeah. then- you. And that food relationship is, it's so, mm -hmm. it, it's, it sucks when you get yeah. into that fucking cycle. 
Mm -hmm. And you don't even realize it when you're in it. Yeah. And so what happens when you gain a bunch of weight? What's your first reaction? I need to diet. I need to diet again, yep. right? Like I gained a bunch of weight. I need to diet again. Yep. I need to get back on my regimen. Um, so it was like four to five months later. And I started, I prepped for another show because I was like, I gained all this weight back. Yeah. Like what the heck? Right. Um, so I prepped for another show and I just... I lost that passion. I lost that fire. I didn't take it very seriously. I just mm -hmm. was drained. I hated every minute of it. I resented the process. It was just awful. Like I yeah. would eat, like, I think there's a, there's a good and a bad way to do bodybuilding. I don't think I did it a great way. I was eating yeah. like 800 calories a day and doing two and a half hours of cardio. Like my right. body just was not built was to do that type of stuff. Yeah. It wasn't good. It, and mm -hmm. I didn't look great on stage either. So it showed, right? Yeah. I didn't put the effort in. Um, and so after that, after that second round of shows, it was like, this is done for me. I don't, yeah. don't want to do it anymore. And then the eating stuff came back, right? I gained a mm -hmm. bunch of weight again. I started having really bad food binge eating issues. And I would literally eat so much that I was like in pain. I would go to bed in physical pain from eating so much. Yeah, you feel like someone's gonna like take it away from you because you can only okay. have this food for this long because tomorrow you have to right. diet again and you can't have it anymore. So you just stuff yourself. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so that went on for like a month, maybe two. And I was like hiding like empty Oreo containers and empty ice cream containers like in the okay. trash so my roommate wouldn't see it at the time like I was yeah. embarrassed I was struggling like no one knew um and finally I like called my mom in tears one day and I was yeah. like I don't know what to do I don't have control of this mm -hmm. I feel awful about myself I always been a very self-confident person yeah and it like ripped that away from me yeah um, and my mom was like, you need to get help. Like, this is a problem, you know? Yeah. And like, and had you had anything, uh, like this before in the past? Never. Okay. Like coming up, even that like teen age where it's like, yeah. teen, 16, right. That awkward. Like, yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of people deal with eating disorders. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I never even knew like what binge eating was. I thought it was like, yeah. you're, okay. you're anorexic, you're bulimic, but I never like, I never, uh, right like purged. I always just binged. Yeah. So it never, I never thought it was an issue. I was just like, you're eating a lot, you know? Right. Cause when you think of like, when you think of like bulimia or, you know, yeah. anorexia, it's like anorexia, you're depriving yourself. Like, right. you know, bulimia, you're binging and purging, but it's right. not necessarily like, right. it, it's still a part of that spectrum. Yeah. And I didn't know that at the time. Mm -hmm. I didn't view it as a problem. And then my mom was like, you, you need to get help. You need to go see somebody. Yeah. So I went to the Melrose Center in St. Louis Park yep. um, and I had one appointment there. And once I vocalized like what I was doing and what happened, I started opening up to some of my friends about it Yeah. Um, and started vocalizing what I was going through. It was like a light went off in my head being like, yeah. you need to fix this. You're vocalizing that it's a problem and now you need to fix it. So yeah. I went to the Melrose Center. I had one appointment and it was kind of like, it's a aggressive program one and two yeah. it's a lot of money right and I, I had like, a friend that went there yeah, yeah and I was like crazy. a 23 year old I was like I can't yeah. afford this and this is a yeah. huge time commitment so I was like okay I started talking about it and then 
once I admitted it was a problem, mm-hmm. I kind of, it kind of trailed off. Right. And yeah. then in my mind, I was like, you don't have to do bodybuilding anymore. You yeah. can do other stuff. Right. Um, but you also think of like people, you think of like, oh my God, what are people going to think of me? What are, I mean, people oh, yeah. are going to be like, you're not doing bodybuilding anymore. What a cop out, blah, blah, blah. You always yeah. think like you have this stigma you that have, people hold yep. you and right. no one cares, right? Yeah. It's like, everyone's like, do what's best for you. Exactly. So, it's, it's And it's so like, sad that we all have that fear in the back of our mind that someone's going to judge us for wanting to switch avenues of what we want to do with our life. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, like you can do whatever you want. Like right, right. as long as you're not harming yourself or others, like mm-hmm. do you. <laughs> yep, exactly. So then after that, um, <clears throat> I was like, okay, what are we going to do now? I'm kind of yeah. bored in the gym of this like, getting a bicep pump every day is like, not yeah. like I was just bored, yeah. you know, I needed a new yeah. passion. Um, and that's when I had knew, known Allie cause I met her at LA fitness. We okay. met at the global gym, yeah. we became Instagram friends. And then I was yeah. like, Hey, what you're doing looks sick. Like I want to yeah. try it. And she was yeah. like, awesome. Come on down, come try yeah. it. Um, and then it was kind of like new passion, new fire yep. was lit, lifting heavy, heavy, but I yeah. still was dealing with like, then you get in your head of like, well, mass moves mass. So like mm-hmm. being, being an unhealthy weight or a weight I wasn't comfortable at, yeah. um, is okay. Or eating a lot is okay because right. I'm a strength athlete, athlete, athlete now, yeah. but like I have to be big to like move a lot yeah. of weight, you know? Right. So it was yep. still, I was still dealing with that like body image thing in my yeah. head. Which for sure, I'm sure for you, because like going from bodybuilding to strongman, it's so, I mean, yes, they're both like competition world things and like strength and muscle, but it's like, Mm -hmm. they're so different, like individually, as far as what you do to prep for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I started that and like, obviously I had always been pretty strong. So that just kind of like took off. That's an understatement. (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't know I was strong when yeah. I was doing bodybuilding. Like you're just you right. know, squatting 135 yeah. for 20 reps because you're, right. you know, you're doing just the bodybuilding. That mu- yeah. Right. So I never knew like I was like actually strong until yeah. I had the first power. And Matt's like, you're really freaking strong. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like squatting like 250 is cool, is good. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, oh. I remember my like first time seeing you at horsepower, like, who the fuck is this bitch? She's like a beast. <laughs> like, I had no idea. No, clue. I was already like, I was already like being like, God, I want to be like Bonnie. And now it's like, damn, I want to be like her. <laughs> I know. I had literally had no clue. It's fine. But yes. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, then I did horsepower and did some strongman stuff and like I was pretty good at strongman. Like I pretty good. Come on, Schmitty. You were yeah. good. You were really good. It was yeah, it was pretty good. Like I'm so be- glad I got the honor to compete with you. Like that was so much yeah. fucking fun. Yeah. Yes. I love yeah. it. Um, so yeah, new fire, new passion. Um, but I still was like, I um I still there was still like something missing. There was still yeah. like, I don't know. Um, and it was just a long drive, it was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then I started my master's degree program and I was like, I just, 
it's a lot of work, a lot of mm -hmm. effort. It's driving far. I was like, I just want to take a step back. I don't really want to compete in strongman anymore. Cause yeah. I did that for two years. I did like six competitions. Yeah. I didn't want to like take it to a national level. Like everyone was like, yeah. you should do nationals. You should do nationals. Yeah. You do really well. And I was like, yeah, but I just, I didn't have the desire, you know? Yeah. Um, and so then I started my MBA program and I was like, I just want something close to home that's yeah. quick and easy in and out. And that I still can like throw some heavy shit around. Like I still yeah. want to throw a barbell around. And yep. I was like, can't really do that at lifetime. Like people will be like, who is this girl? I know. I hate, that like, barbell yeah. around. Yep. <laughs> can't yeah. max out my snatch there, you know? Right. Right. So you could, just, but you'd be like the weirdo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I'd like break yeah. something and be like, this right. is going to cost you $300. Yeah. Kicked out of this gym. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just literally Googled like gyms near me and okay. <clears throat> CrossFit CSU popped up and it's like two minutes from my house. Like it's so oh, that's nice. Yeah. And I had no idea. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, CrossFit, like, oh, I really, like, because like, CrossFit has a stigma around it. People are like, Oh, the CrossFit cult. Like, it, yeah, it's funny because, especially like, again, coming from like horsepower, yes. like, it was just such a different like vibe than what we were used yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and uh, so I was like, well, like, this is really all I have around here. So yeah. we'll just give it a go. So I was like, I could just try it. Like, we have a yeah. seven day free trial. Let's just try it. So I went um, in July of 2019 for the first time and my first day, everyone was like, so nice, so welcoming, but I literally died. The cardio aspect, I was like, oh, my lungs oh, are burning. Yeah. I hate yeah. those. Yeah. The gym um, I go to now, like, it's kind of like that where I get the, I get to throw around the weights and stuff like yeah. that, but there's still that like hit, like aspect of like cardio too built mm -hmm. into it. I'm like, Oh fuck. Right. Strongman does not really, build you for that. Yeah. Like we never really did like that type of cardio conditioning no. at horsepower. It was no, more so just, just like, like sprints. sprints. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sprints or like quick feet moving. Right. Like, you know, that football player, like, right. Exactly. Quick, strong athlete. Yeah. <clears throat> it was never like endurance athlete. Athlete's. Right. 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 Yeah. So, um, and I was like, well, this is still fun. Like, I, and I've, yeah. I felt like I was getting an amazing workout in a very short amount of time. Right. And everyone was so nice. So I was like, all right, we'll just give it a go. So I joined. Yeah. Um, and then I literally, it was like a whole different vibe. Um, this yeah. power is obviously like very welcoming. We have a very great community, yep. had a very great community there and all that type of jazz too. Yeah. But the community at CrossFit is very different. Like you're in a class yeah. setting, you're all doing the same workout. Um, right. yeah, it's just very different. And, and ever since I joined, like I, like CrossFit has literally changed my life. Um, yeah. I never thought that I could have the body I've always wanted. And I was going to say, you look phenomenal. Like, thank you. and I'm not just saying that cause you're my friend, like you, <laughs> it, like, it's awesome. Like, and yeah. I, I, again, it's like, it's crazy what you, when you change like certain like aspects of your workouts, yeah. it's like, holy like, crap. Like, like yeah. I have baby abs. Like I'm have that for, a, I don't think I've had that since fucking high school. <laughs> yeah. Like I never thought I could like have abs and like drink beer, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, and I just didn't think my body composition could still change like that. Like yeah. I've been in the fitness industry since 2016. Like I never thought that my body composition could still change so much again. Right. And I could still gain strength like that. Like I'm still right. squatting over 300 pounds. Like yeah. I, you know, I'm still super freaking strong. And now yeah. I have like a cardio engine to me where I can yeah. clean and jerk, you know, 20 yeah. times in a row. So it's, it's insane. And it's just the community aspect and the people there are just literally some of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. And I, yeah. I never thought I would have and meet such like the women in my life are just amazing women. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. And every fitness industry has that, like the women from horsepower too, amazing yeah. women, strong women, so yeah. powerful. It's just, it's, um, it's so fun so fun to be a part. Well, I think that's what I love about the, you know, like certain fitness communities. It's like, you still, again, kind of like we worked out together for so long and then now we're kind of on our own paths, mm -hmm. but we still connect and we still root each other on. I was telling Allie, it's like, even though like we all haven't physically been in the same room with each other for a while, like we're still like each other's cheerleaders and no matter what aspect in our lives, and the gym now, I, it's the same thing. Like, I didn't think I would find another community where it had that family feel and where I'd feel welcome until like, I, so now I'm at Anytime Fitness, but yeah. the coach there, it's like, I mean, they've helped me through some of the, the with the hardest year of my life. Like, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you, did you feel like once you kind of switched into the CrossFit realm, like, did you, how, how was your relationship with your food then? Like, how did it? kind of shift and how did that go about? Yeah. So I had kind of overcame that after like a year and a half, maybe into horsepower. Um, mm -hmm. but even now, like, I think just, it's so hard to say, but like, you just need to like, give it time and like, understand that eating well literally just makes you feel so good yeah. and when you literally find your like balance and your peace with your routine and your food mm -hmm. like it's it's such an awesome feeling and I know yeah. it's so hard to do but it's like what it took for me was to just let go let go yeah. of the diet culture let yes. go of measuring stuff let go oh my gosh like, yes. just live thank like, you just, for that because yes I yeah. just feel like there's just so much <clears throat> like with your macros or, you know, like so much. how much, it, yes, yes. Yeah. And I, I, I have noticed a difference once I stopped doing that as well. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, obviously I try to make sure I have enough protein in a sense so I can yes. keep my muscle 100%. and, you know, like, I, I'm, you know? yeah, like I, like at least like rough estimates of what I'm doing, right. but it's like, right. That relationship is with your food and yourself is, is so, so important. important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every time I make a meal, like my first thought is, okay, what's my protein source? And then yes. just build it around that. And I'm like, okay, right. that's about 20 to 30 grams of protein. Awesome. Yep. Now what else am I having with it? Yeah. Like prior, I used to like, I wouldn't buy butter because I'm like, that's too much fat. I wouldn't eat cheese. Like what yeah. is wrong with me? Right. I wouldn't eat like anything less than like the, you know, like the, like it was like beef, ground beef that was like 85% lean yes. and like 15% fat. I'm like, nope. That's too much. It's like, like I wouldn't buy bread. Yeah. Like, now I'm like, if I went without bread for a week, I would die. I would yeah. die. 
Yeah. You know, it's just getting, it's changing that mindset. And then now that I'm further mm-hmm. along in that good relationship with food, it's yeah. like, um, I want to feel good. And when I like eat crappy, yeah. I just feel awful. And yeah. I'm like, some people never, they just always feel like this. They never know yeah. what like feeling good for your food choices is, but, um, my biggest thing about food is like, just let go and eat to feel your body. And I know mm-hmm. it's harder than that sounds, but yeah. yeah so but I mean, you're a true Testament. I mean, again, yeah. we all have to go through certain things in life to figure mm-hmm. out what, what we need for our own body. Cause everyone is so different. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and one thing also that we're shifting topics a little bit here, but I also got off of hormonal birth control. Um, and I think that's something that is huge Mm -hmm. for women. And I mean, I had been on it since I was like 15 years old. Yeah. So I actually, I, I ended up having to switch from uh, hormonal. I ended up not, uh, yeah, I ended up doing like, Oh, what is it? Progesterone or whatever it is only because I couldn't have estrogen anymore because it was like fucking with my system. Yeah. And like, I just been on it for so long. I didn't even think that was like a factor in anything. Yeah. And there's so much research on like, mm-hmm. like now my like mind is clearer. I feel more like in tune with my body yeah. and then I like dropped an extra, like five to 10 pounds. Everyone yeah. was like, why do you look so lean? And I was like, dude, I don't know. I'm not doing anything. And yeah. then it was like, oh my gosh, it's my hormone levels. And my body is finally like regulating itself. It's not getting yeah. that like pill every day that screws up so I just it's crazy that could also play a huge part in like me you know achieving that dream body and living that balance with like in tune with who I am so well and that kind of goes back to what you put into your body too can it it alters whatever is going on and Mm -hmm. or enhances it or um, depletes whatever you need so yeah, I've been looking more into that too. Like I, I ended up going back on birth control, but like, um, cause my periods were always just irregular anyways, but yeah. like it's, it, there's no like, um, estrogen in it, but it's just like one of those things now that like, I keep reading more things and it's like, there, it's so, it's so like half and half for me because like a part of me, there's been research, um, as you know, my mom has, um, had ovarian cancer history. So mm-hmm with, with birth control for women who have a history of ovarian cancer in the family, it it actually decreases your chances of getting it by 40% from what I've learned from her oncologist. Yes. Which is a huge freaking percentage. Yeah. It was like 40%. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, if, as long as you've been on it for more, they said for more than like, like for like 10 plus years, which I had been at the time, Mm -hmm. but then it's like, at the same time, it's like, do I want to keep pumping my body with all this stuff, you know? So it's like, and even her oncologist is like, you're luckily you're still young enough where you don't have to worry about, um, if you were to go off, like you still have a lot more to know, like now with the resources that we have, obviously this is just like an on sidebar, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of crazy. Like what, there's so much shit in like the things that we are given. I I like It was like, I mean, my mom put me on it at 15. Well, I yeah. probably asked at that time because everyone was going on it. And I was like, mom, I need to be on it too. Like, well, so who are you kidding? You yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Again, you don't think about it. Because you don't it's... think about it. 
and again like when we originally started going on it like it's like it was mine was for irregular periods or right. um, I had really bad cramps I would yes, literally like, be in tears yes I would be like vomiting or mm-hmm. um and I'd have like massive migraines like it was like so yeah. it's just like okay I get that but yeah like now that you do all the like read more of that research it's kind of crazy it's nuts but and it's kind of worrisome <laughs> yeah. yeah what else is out there yeah right who knows uh, but anyways um and now you are are you coaching it now too yes yeah, so, okay yeah so I kind of got recruited a little bit took a little bit they were like Melissa we need coaches you'd be great and I'm like okay yeah. so and then once I finished my master's degree I had a little bit more oh, yeah. time and uh, um but I also thought I didn't I didn't want me to start like resenting the place that I like you know yeah. uh go for my like mental sanity like my release right. from world is the workout Um, so I like, I was nervous. It was going to like turn into a job or turn into whatever, but then I talked to a couple of people. I talked to a couple of the coaches and then I kind of was like, I've gotten so much from this community and so much from this sport. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be able to give back to the community and to the people, what I got, like, I want to spread what I got from this to other people and help Mm -hmm. people that way. And so once I started looking at like that, um, I was like, okay, I can do, yeah, that sounds right. great. So yeah, as long as I still prioritize my own workouts, um, cause yeah, coaching at five 30 in the morning, working a full yeah. day of work and then going to work out myself is exhausting. It truly, right. but yeah. making that time and making sure you're getting enough sleep, um, it yeah. all works out and it's all, it's all worth it. And it's yeah. been so amazing to like give back and see people achieve things they never thought they could and just. Yeah, it's been amazing. It's been amazing to help the community and just see yeah, people's awesome. like eyes light up. Right. So. Yeah. And it's it's kind of going back to your point of like the priority. What is something that you kind of do every morning to make sure that you kind of set your tone for the day of what's important to for yourself, your own self-care? Yeah. So my first thing is I always cuddle with my dog. Which rightly so, because Mac is so fucking cute. <laughs> <laughs> Um, usually I wake up and I always try to have like set my intentions for the day. Like when I roll out of bed, I'm going to have this attitude and then set like three small, like achievable goals, right. In your head. I'm like, okay, these are the three things I want to accomplish today. And I'm going to feel good when I get those accomplished. It can be so small as like, I want to put the laundry away today, you know, like three small achievable goals. I want to get to the gym I want to, you know, vacuum or I want to yeah. take a 20 minute walk, just like yeah. small little things, or I want to read 20 pages out of my book. Yeah. Um, so I always try to set like three small goals for the day. And then you feel good once you do them all right. Like, yeah. Like checking good. out the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And then is there anything that you kind of say to yourself or do whenever you do get in like kind of a negative mindset in a sense yeah so sometimes obviously we feel things aren't great or you're in a funk or something happens um sometimes that might require a couple days off from the gym um taking a step back and just Mm -hmm. resting and and figuring that out yourself 
Or um, I always, this goes back to like my dog, but I yeah. will literally put some headphones in and walk him and just like walk for like 30 minutes to an hour and just yeah. like bring myself back down of like, why do you feel this way? Or, you know, why is this negative mindset coming in? And then you just start to kind of yeah. think about like, what step, what did it stem from? How can you fix it? Um, and yeah. then just kind of find the root source and say like, every day you have a choice to wake up and you can make it a good day or you can make it a bad day. But guess what? Tomorrow is going to be a whole new day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a whole new set of obstacles. So it's like, yeah. And also like what matters right now, it's probably not going to matter in a week from now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I was just talking to a girlfriend about that. We were like talking about man issues and she's like, oh. I know, Hold on. girl, <laughs> girl, it's going to be an interesting ride for me. Yeah. Oh God. So I was like, um, things had just ended with someone, uh, yeah. that I was dating. This was like a couple months ago. Things had yeah. just ended with somebody I was dating. And I was like, yeah. well, dang it. Like I have to start all over again. Like, and you're not yeah. sad because the person you're sad because like, Oh, I have to just, redo like, the process. Yes, do the process yeah. again. Like, I don't care yeah. about the dude. Like, now I have to go, like, freaking try to meet somebody again. And it's like, oh, I actually have to, like, yeah. dress decent. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you know, this sucks right now. But guess yeah. what? In a week from now, you're not going to care. And you're going to be yeah. under the new thing. And it's going to yeah. be fine. You know? Yeah. And I was like, that's totally right. Yeah. It might no, seem I love like it. Feel now, but yeah, be- 100%. And I, I love what you said though, going back on, you know, when you are tr- trying to like get out of that funk or whatever it might be, how you kind of try and find the root of it. Because a lot of the times, again, we go down that rabbit hole of, you know, negativity and it's like, oh, like I, again, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, this past week was a really hard week because uh, it just kind of hit me and it's like, I gotta, like, I was like, I easily could have been like, I'm going to skip my workout. Like, I'm not going to do this. But I was like, you nope. could have gone down a really dark path and like I, isolated yeah. yourself. And, right? like I, and that would yeah. have only made things worse. Well, exactly. And so I ended up, I'm like, nope, like, even though I'm feeling what I'm feeling and I'm allowing myself to feel that and to feel any like sadness or hurt or whatever it might be, I'm still going to go to the gym because I know I'm still going to be better. I, I always go back to that phrase at horsepower better than yesterday. Like at least I'm going I'm staying consistent in my routine and I'm going to still go and hang out with my friends. Like I actually just saw like uh Brie and Tess yesterday. And yeah. so it's just like good to, to get out and um, just not dwell on that, even though I wanted to so badly just stay under the covers and just yeah. wallow and like cry. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of our social time is at the gym too. And yeah. Being- being alone in times like that is just, it's not good. I mean, you're an extrovert. I'm an extrovert. Like we thrive in people and and instantly when you walk in there and you're like kind of down about something, someone's like, something's wrong with you. And then they're like, sometimes they ask, sometimes they don't. And if you just say like, oh, I don't really want to talk about it, but yeah, I had a shitty day. It's like, okay, but that like community and those people and then like, you just, and then you're done and you get those endorphins and you're like, yep. I did that for myself. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. So like, I even like, I remember I texted my coach and I was like, listen, like, I'm not, I'm not mentally there. Like my headspace is really bad. Like, I just don't know what to do. And yeah. he was like, even if you just come in and say, hi, I know everyone would love to see you and just like give you a hug if you need to, or do whatever. 
Um, but you know, I was like, no, I'm going to go in and just do the workout because I know it's going to help alleviate some of this anxiety and angst that I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And again, 10 out of 10 times I go in and do my workout. I feel 10 times better afterwards. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Huh? Yeah. Thank you. you. Thank you. It was, it's been, yeah, it's a, well, and I don't know. Um, I, my mom's cancer also had come back. So the, th- yeah. So this like whole past year has been really hard. Like, yeah. so that my mom's cancer came back. Um, this is again, we love to go on tangents, but, uh, you know, um, so her- two at the same time, you know, yeah, exactly. So her ovarian cancer came back. They re- were able to remove all of it, but as they were removing that, they found a completely separate cancer that was not associated with ovarian cancer. Oh, so, I'm so sorry to hear yeah, that. So it's just been like, you know, like, like one yeah. of those things, but again, I easily, and again, I've, I I admit I've had my funks. I was, I was in those dark places. Um, but if it wasn't like, if I didn't start kind of how you had said that once you started vocalizing about your relationship with the food and everything, it wasn't until then that you started like healing and getting better and figuring out what you need to do. Like for me, I kept in everything for the longest time. I'm finding like, no, I, I need to share with people like what's been going on because I the more I shared with like you or Ken or whoever it might have been the better I felt knowing that like they aren't judging me they're just here for me and mm-hmm. and that community is here for me for whatever it is I need and that's part of like that's like my biggest component to this podcast was like this was one of the main reasons why I started this was because I wanted people to know you're not alone in whatever fight you're going through because Mm -hmm. life is so hard and it's difficult. You're going to get fucking like things thrown at you that you don't know what to do. You don't know how to heal or go through it, but that's why finding that community is so important. And I cannot advocate that enough. 100%. And the the first step is literally admitting to yourself that you're going through something or like recognizing Mm -hmm. that like, this is a problem. Right. Because once you start doing that, that's like your first step to healing. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like courage. Yeah. Well, and I think also in the society that we live in, um, in the world of social media, whatever it might be, I think it's so easy to fall into the trap of well, they're really happy. Like, what are they doing? Like, maybe I should do that. But it's like, and then you just disregard everything else that's going on in your life. And you're like, no, no, I need to take care of me first. And that was like the biggest thing that I learned about me is I need to stop caring for others before myself because I never took care of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like that self-care is, that was a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. And what you see on social media is only a highlight reel. Like how many oh, exactly how yeah. many stars or how many people that have been in the public eye have like uh-huh. spoken up this in the last year of being like, I'm yeah. my mental health is is a problem right now, yeah. or I'm going through this, or I'm going through this. Yeah. Like there's been so many people in the public eye that like mm-hmm. you only see the highlights. They've like come out and been like, I'm unhappy. I hate my life. Right. You know? So it's like, I'm, I'm glad and not, I'm glad that they're going through it, but I'm glad that it's more, it's becoming more common practice that people are sharing their stories and sharing what's been going on because it is important because, um, you know, like people too, we're all people, we have issues. We should all go to therapy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Preach. I like, I am (laughs) such 
uh, like I'm a huge fan of therapy. Like yeah. that, if it wasn't for therapy, I probably would not have been like half as healed as I am now, you know, like, yep. and even, and then not even just like with what I've been dealing with recently, it's like more even in the past so that I've had to deal with. So it's like, yeah. 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 No, when I listened to your episode with Ken, it was like a lot about his childhood and all that. And it's like, I had no idea. I was like, that is so true because yeah. when you become an adult, you're like, why am I the way I am? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do, do I just not talk to people about my way? problems? Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're like, you know, oh, because yeah, my oh. parents did that. My right. mom did that. Yes. And it's like, you're like what? yeah, it's like, why do I get overwhelmed sense. when like someone's like, a, like verbally attacking me? It's like, oh yeah. Cause I've had past trauma with that. Like, well, but it, it is, it's yeah. mind blowing how much things are so in, like interlaced with each other. And that's why it's just like the things you uncover. It's like, like I said, you just shit. don't realize that until you like come to adulthood and you're like, yeah, huh, that makes sense. Right, right. I wondered like, why I did that. Like, it's like that aha moment. Like, ah, okay, now I get it. Now I get why I like, I'm like that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I completely agree. And it's, it's, it's definitely been such a, a battle for everyone. And I'm just glad that we're slowly st- starting to diminish that stigma. I mean, we've, we've definitely come a long way, but I still think obviously there's still more to, to go. Um, but yeah. it's, your, it's like journey to becoming who you want to become or yeah. like yourself yeah, you know, is never ending, right? You can yeah. always be a better person. You can always improve on things. Yes. Um, like we're all not perfect and that's just what you need to, you know, yeah. when it's like, you feel a certain way. Right we all got something we want to work on. At least yep. we should have something yeah. <laughs> as people, but yeah, no, it's true. And, and you just want to continue growing because that's, that's the only way you're going to be able to move forward. Yeah. I mean, if you are just stuck in the rut, you're it, like, it's just not, you're not going to do anything. And people thrive off goals, right? Like yeah. when you set a goal for yourself or like when you figure yeah. out what you want to do something, it's like, okay, I I'm, I'm going to do it. And then you right. do it in that feeling. Yes. It's like, and you're you know, like, when you get next? in PR like, or when yeah. you, whatever, it's like, that feeling is so good. So yeah. it's like, that's why when people don't have those like goals or don't mm-hmm. understand the gym or whatever, I'm like that feeling of being proud of yourself. Yeah. It's such a good feeling. And as adults, yeah. I feel like sometimes we don't do that anymore. Right. When was the last time you truly felt like proud of what you accomplished, right? Yeah. Such an awesome feeling and to like have the gym to do that or to have, you know, get a new degree or, you know, learn to cook a dish or I don't know, whatever. It can be small, it can be big, but like achieving goals is like what drives people that like dopamine feeling, right? Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. And I think that's the other thing is that, you know, it, it's so funny. Cause like, I, there's certain people that I know in my life that they claim they're not competitive people. Um, but in reality, I, I, I feel like we're all competitive in some sort of aspect in our lives, whether it's within ourselves or with other people we see and like, want to be like, and, um, you know, embody. Um, but it's, it's so true. Cause like, and it, the only way we can compete with ourselves and get better is to have those goals and mm-hmm. to achieve them. And then figure out what's next. What's my, why, what am I going to do next? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, well, I like to (laughs) 
do a lightning round with my guests. Oh no, I'm nervous. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready to hear what's going to come out of my mouth? Yep, absolutely. And if you accidentally swear, it's fine because everything is explicit on my podcast. <laughs> oh, perfect. Great. Yeah. Oh, Poor Alan was like, I had to like tally my F-bombs to make sure. <laughs> oh no. Okay starters donuts or cake donuts if you could be any animal what would you be mm, tiger favorite movie bridesmaids Ooh, i love that one i love it i used to, i used to watch it before every competition i did just because it's like mindless hilarious it was like it just made me laugh so hard and i saw it a hundred times oh I yeah i love it it, yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> Favorite color? Teal. Favorite food? Mm, steak. What? This is the same as Allie's. <laughs> it's so good. It is really good. Um, it needs what to be a good fatty piece of steak. Yeah, you need that marbleization. You don't want that lean yeah. meat yeah, that's you chewy. Need, you yeah, want you like some that, nice Yeah, you need that like, re, like, let's squirt out a little bit of that fat. Yeah, <laughs> we get that stuff. A nice ribeye. Yeah. Uh, what does a person need to be happy? Self-love. <laughs> First celebrity crush. Uh-oh, uh, Nick Carter. Oh, yeah, he's, he's loved cute. him. BSB, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what has been your most humbling experience? Definitely dieting for bodybuilding. People always say like, I could never do that. I could never drink, not drink alcohol for nine months, or I could never yeah. restrict myself like that. And I'm like, I hate when people say they could never do something. I'm like, yes, you can. Yeah. You can, you just don't want to. You mm -hmm. can, you just like, you can do it. Yes. Don't say I could never do that. Say, I don't want to. People yeah. always ask me at the gym to like run a marathon and I'm like, I don't want to. And they're like, yeah, but you can. I'm like, yeah, I know I can. I know I could. Yeah. I it's just, just not my choice. I do not want to run for three yeah. fucking hours. It sounds right. awful. Right. Boring. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's what you make your, like you, what you make as a priority yeah. in life. And it's just, yes. yeah, I get that. It's, I also don't like when people say that they don't have time for certain things. And it's like, no, you do. You just have you to time for what you want. prioritize and make time for certain things that need to be a priority in your life. 100%. Um, okay. <laughs> Toilet paper roll over or under? Over. Oh, Always God. over. Thank you. God, the ones that do the nuts. under, I'm like, who the fuck did this? <laughs> you grab it. I can't yeah, it's like, eat it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there's oh so bad. Yeah. Uh dream vacation spot right now on your bucket oh, list. I want to go to Thailand really bad. Oh, my friends there right now and it's yeah. so it looks it's so amazing. amazing. Yes. Yes. It's forever to freaking get there though. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Just make sure you're you don't have food poisoning or you're hungover. And yeah. that I don't I'm recommend. I'm gonna be hungover in my life again. I and I'm just kidding. You probably will. <laughs> probably next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel that. Uh, a song that best describes your life right now. A song. Mm -hmm. Oh, describes my life. Oh my gosh, there's so many out there. I want to pick a Taylor Swift song, but 
I don't know what one describes my life, but I love T-Swift. You can pick your favorite one. How about that? I'll let you pick your favorite one. My favorite song right now? Oh, geez. <laughs> Al, there's so many. I know. <laughs> the last song I listened to? Oh, I was listening to Disney hits before this when I was cleaning. <laughs> you know the song Under Pressure from, yeah. uh, you do know that song. From Queen? From what? Wait, are you talking about Queen's, like, that or taste with no i'm talking about from encanto i was listening to disney hits oh okay yes structure. have you seen yeah, yes. encanto yeah, yeah. yes okay i know what you're talking she's about she's like the buff sister yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was listening to that and i was like you go girl maybe you want to like flex a little bit in the mirror okay okay so that's <laughs> sure we'll go with that one for right now okay surface pressure by jessica darrow from encanto <laughs> That's a new one. I haven't had anyone uh, claim a Disney song yet, so I appreciate that. Who's the vibe uh, today? If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Ooh, I probably want to heal people. You know, like yeah. wounds, emotional, just heal them. I want okay, like any happy. kind of healing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. Do you have any hidden? (laughs) I know, I know. I do have my good moments. (laughs) What what is a hidden talent that you have? Oh, I can jump on a pogo stick like a boss. Seriously? Yeah. That's pretty fucking awesome. I had one growing up as a kid and I would just pogo stick everywhere. And I actually have one in my garage right now. That doesn't surprise so, me. <laughs> I pull it out sometimes and That's I can awesome. still do it really well. That's actually pretty cool. I've never, I've, I was never good at that. Um, I think it's because I didn't like the uncontrollable part of going up and down. Like trampolines are not my thing either. Like, I don't know oh. what it was. I was that kid that liked to control where my feet were <laughs> at all times. You want to come over and try the pogo stick? I can help okay. you out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can learn. teach me how to you can teach me how to pogo stick. I can add that to my That's list my of new hobbies. Mine. I'm like holding you on the pogo stick. <laughs> well, height wise, it'd be perfect. <laughs> like under your armpits. <laughs> I'll bring me along like fucking Tigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, now I want to come over and pogo stick. Um, <laughs> what is one word to describe your first impression of when we first met one word oh you were just like so like a breath of fresh air like so happy easy to talk to I can't I can't describe like one word you know what what thing I I remember from our first encounter is you were like it like something that you're short really like your leggings and then we kind of went on this tangent of oh, weird us going on tangents but um it, we were talking about like discount like lululemon stuff and all this that's the one thing i remember because it was after i think you had flipped the tire and i was like damn who is this girl and then i was like intimidated and then you like were like oh my god i love your leggings i'm like oh i like her he's nice because <laughs> bonnie is like well yeah but it's like and it's funny because even though like Bonnie's fucking hilarious, like anyone, like when you're lifting, like I feel like 
a lot of the times people just like have that serious face but yeah. then it's like when you actually talk to everyone at the gym you're like oh okay yeah. you've got that kind of humor <laughs> and I'm always I'm the type of person where I'm like Mm, I don't know if I like me. I'm like, you're going to like me. Yeah. You're going to like me one yeah. day. I know. Oh, I'm like that persistent little fuck. It's like, oh no. Yeah. You will be my friend. <laughs> you are so positive. Like that's probably the word. Like so happy and like positive and just like I, a cheerleader and like, yeah. No, I really appreciate that. Cause uh, inside internally, I, I, I've struggled with like severe depression and anxiety my whole life. So it's, I think that's why like I've been such a I, I've always been a people pleaser so I've always wanted to help others again before helping myself Weird. but yeah Absolutely. I know that never happens uh, but yeah so what is your uh what's your favorite go-to outfit oh probably Lulu Align leggings and well right now it's a crop sweatshirt because it's cold out but it would yeah. probably be, or like a crop tank with a built-in bra. That's probably like my go-to. Yeah. Not yeah. right now. Coffee. Or like yeah. a hoodie, a hoodless sweatshirt right now. Yeah. So I, I've neck. been loving We like love that. a good crew yes. neck. Yes. Yes. A good crew neck. I love Oversized crew neck. Crew neck. Uh, yes, I agree. 100%. Yeah. Uh, what is a word, what would be a word of advice that you would give to today's youth? Oh, Ooh, today's youth. I would probably say enjoy the process, like enjoy the point in life you're in right now and do not try to rush growing up. Enjoy the, enjoy the part of life you're in right now. I feel like we're constantly like, what's next? What's next? I want to get older. I mm -hmm. want to do this. I want to do this. And I feel like I rushed my childhood and I wish yeah. I would have just slowed things down and like not rushed getting a job right away at a college. I wish I would have just like had yeah. fun for a little bit. I think I rushed yeah. into adulthood. Um, and I wish I wouldn't have done that. So enjoy the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. Um, well, thank you again so much for doing this with me. It was so fun to get just catch up and dive deeper. Again, like I had no idea what you were struggling with, with like the food relationship. I, again, it's, that's why I love about this. It's like, even though I know people that I'm talking to, it's, I'm finding out so many more things and we're uncovering so many different layers that we all have mm -hmm. and have gone through. So it's amazing. Yeah. I can hear Scout crying me. in the background right now. <laughs> Oh no, he says, Mom, let me in. Where I know he's well, he's yeah, he's such a ham. He's as Max uh, passed out, literally. Right I know. Now. Oh, he's gotten so big. He's a big boy. He's um, but so yeah, thank sweet. you so much for having me. I yeah. really appreciate it. It was uh nice to catch up and yeah, go a little in depth more in depth with my story. Obviously, I don't yeah, for sure. go too in depth with it. I just kind of overglaze everything. No, but... no, I get it. I mean I get that's why like I'm letting people share whatever they feel comfortable sharing um yeah but I I love it it's it's great to kind of get to know people on that kind of level versus the surface level of us just being a community and working out together yeah totally yeah I awesome it. well yeah I appreciate you and uh we all need to get together um 
Allie and I were talking about doing a like a horsepower reunion at some point. Oh my so. god, that would be so fun! I know, I know. We were that talking about how we miss like Matt's probably. like big hat, big hug, like his big embrace. I was like showing pictures to somebody the other day, and it was like the when it was me, you, and Allie, and him. Yeah, and like you and Allie are both like like five <laughs> two, <laughs> and I'm like pretty like much taller and then Matt's there and they're like God, that guy is huge and I'm like yeah he's a big guy <laughs> my favorite picture I think of all time though is of you helping me with the barbell because it was too tall for me I'm literally standing behind oh, you right behind you and your head is like this like right at my chest <laughs> like just a little one a little bit <laughs> but yeah 